New York like I love New York you love New York who doesn't love New York mm-hmm. like um, not only the birthplace of the culture um, but just a fantastic fucking place in, in general <laughs> in general I think yep. um, you know hip hop culture was like the vehicle to help um, our generation understand um, the greatness of New York I love 70s um, dystopian New York movies. The Warriors. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, man. The Warriors, Serpico, Panic in Needle Park. Um, just that whole vibe. I feel like um, by not getting stabbed in New York in the 70s, I, I've missed something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's how I've always felt. Um, so today we're going we're gonna to talk about New York now um, and, and kind of where wh- what its place in, in hip-hop culture is and, and kind of pop culture moving things. Um, if you don't know, and you should know because you clicked on this, this is the Dad Bod Rap Pod. Um, my name is Damone Carter. Uh, I am the host here with the illustrious um, Three the Dad Way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on my right is Mr. Nate LeBlanc. How's it going? What's up, everybody? Um, I'm an extremely lucky person. I have an aunt and uncle who live in New York City on uh, mm. 83rd and uh, Central Park West. Damn. They have my whole life. They have like one of those basement apartments where you see the people's feet going by. But I've been lucky enough to be able to stay in several times. So <laughs> okay. big shouts to Steve and Linda. Um, they are not hip-hop fans. Um, oh, so they were in New York in the late 70s, Jeez. early 80s, all this time, and kind of didn't even know it was happening. Wow. Like, might have read a story in the post or whatever. Because wow. that's New York, And right? now we nerd out about restaurants, so. Um, yeah, <laughs> nice. Okay. That's me. Wow. Okay. And then we have, um, you know, the writer, the exciter, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dave Ma. How's it going? What's going on, guys? Really good to be here again. Um, man, last time I was in New York, I remember... A car driving by and they're bumping Gangstar's Mass Appeal and I was like, dude, I'm fucking home. I'm home I'm in New York. You know? Yeah. I yeah. grew up in Santa Clara and I felt at home there. <laughs> totally. You know, so <laughs> yeah. there's, there's just this instant immersion that's amazing. I remember the first time I saw uh, Linden Boulevard. Yes, totally. Like, Man, represent, represent. Right, yeah, let's right, represent. Right. Who wants to represent <laughs> right. with me? The totally. first time I, I totally. went to New York with my wife in 03, her sister moved out there um, when Brooklyn was still lightweight dangerous. Um and I kept doing that on every street. Yes. And right, she was like, right. shut the fuck up. Yeah. I don't care. Like, uh, I don't guys, care. Guys, can we get a cab to the 40th side of Vernon? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is Flatbush Ave. Like, Flatbush Ave. Right, She's like, yeah, fucking right. Flatbush Ave. Shut yeah, up. That's where I live. Um, <laughs> that's where I'm at, where I live. Check it, shout check it out. Shout out to Bethany. Um, yes. <laughs> shout out to Bethany Jones. Um, still, Well, actually, she moved to New Jersey. but hopefully, They all do. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll be, we'll be visiting them. Um 
So yeah, New York definitely plays a central role in culture. Obviously, the birthplace of hip hop as we know it in America. Um, and so we we all kind of know the history, um, being students of the culture. But I wanted to talk about where is New York now? You know, the mm-hmm. modern day um, New York hip hop. And so we'll talk a little bit about who are the artists that kind of embody the new sound. What is the new sound? Um, but I did want to touch on a little bit, and I hope this isn't controversial for our East Coast listeners, Deadass B, um, that uh, New York is kind of not the center of the hip-hop universe anymore, mm-hmm. which is which is kind of, it's like one day I looked up and I was like, oh shit, it's not about New York anymore. Right. Like, when, when did that happen? Like, when mm. do... I, to me, the moment where that happens is when Wayne goes on his insane mixtape run. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the th- okay. He, he, like, almost, like, through the force of the nature of his crazy, disjointed rhyming, pulled the center of gravity to Atlanta. Totally. That's, yeah. And then uh, T.I. kind of finds mainstream success mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Jeezy represents the street side of it. Mm-hmm. There was always outcasts and things like that representing the kind of more, like, you know utopic side of it if you will Mm -hmm. but i think i don't know when that was because i'm i've always been an album guy i didn't even get the mixtape thing when he was doing it so i don't know exact when is that is that like 2007 yeah something like that 07 yeah Yeah. something like that at least since then atlanta has been the center of the universe and one could make an argument and i think uh jeff weiss makes a very eloquent argument that the most creative rapping these days is happening in la Mm -hmm. there's there's la 100 gangster scenes abstract kind of right. scenes and kind of mainstream mm-hmm. all at the same time vibes that are just like mm-hmm. the, that culture is incredible and he's chronicling mm-hmm. it so well on passion of the Weiss. um but i do think in terms of like the force of gravity the center of gravity it's still right. atlanta it's it yeah, it, yeah. and then yeah. shortly after that with uh, asap rocky and uh specifically asap yams and it's like here are these cats from harlem yeah you know doing the stuff that does not sound like primo Right, you know they're they're they're. Were they the first guys to do that? Well, I don't know. You can make an Uh, argument that that fifty was definitely feigning a southern drawl, which always irritated the shit out of me. (laughs) um, At at one point, but yeah, all of a sudden you you look up and then there's New York trap. Right, right. Which which I thought was interesting. Yeah, one hundred percent. So I mean, it's nice to see the art form expand. You know, I mean, rap's always been so New York centric, and I I'm I'm with it. It's also mm-hmm. giving us the best show on TV, so one hundred percent. Oh my man, jeez. <laughs> oh my, yeah. We'll we'll do a whole breakdown show in Atlanta one time. Is the Atlanta of the past New York undercover? <laughs> oh man, look, New that York was undercover, the most New York hip hop show in the wow. world. My God, hey, but they played Souls of Mischief. I remember that was a, oh, a watershed I moment because like that. they used to play one joint in their intro. Mm. They used to always play one hip hop song in their intro, and one time. Um, like it, Never No More or something like no, that? No, no. Yeah, it, I was going to say it, that. I think, it no. wasn't 93 till? I don't know. I, okay, didn't, I, it don't, was, know. I, I remember don't. it being a Souls of Mischief song and us being from the Bay Area and right. kind of claiming them as our own. If you're going to pick you know, one, you'd pick that one, right? Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. We, we, were so, we were so into it. But, but, yeah, there has been this kind of sea change in terms of, of the, the magnetic center of the culture. And so you do have a, a New York trap thing happening. I think kind of the ASAP mob is... Where the where the forerunners of that and kind of incorporating in that into their sound, I was surprised to find that the designer guy was from New York. Is he? Mm. Yeah, I was just like, well, yeah, well, I guess uh, you can imitate future anywhere. Well, totally. Yeah, totally. exactly. Yeah. It's it's it it travels. That that style travels. But um, I'm I'm interested to talk about kind of what are the other 
currents kind of happening that are coming out of New York now? Because I think there are some really um, interesting artists that are in New York and kind of representing, you know, some different threads and not this kind of, of mainstream Atlanta Atlanta thing. So we're, we're going to get into that. Um, Mr. Nate LeBlanc, who is your, your New York cheesecake of the moment? <laughs> uh, I think the best artist working in New York right now is Rock Marciano. Yeah, yeah. He played the art of war like a chess champ. The rest is camp. Let's give the man a hand. He used to go hand to hand by the gram. Take a brick and then grind it to sand. Baby girl, my 45 don't jam. Al Pacino with a tan. Ghetto casino, rolling casino with Vito for nothing under a Sino. Nigga, we still repping the East Coast. He kind of like paved a new lane with his album Marsburg a couple of years ago. His new album, um, RR2, The Bitter Dose, is mm-hmm. great. It's a it just phenomenally put together and produced record. Mm-hmm. Him and Ka. Can't be pussy in a dog fight. The Lord don't forgive what the Lord might. Before it stops, pull up shots till the score right. My boy's in the tears, but they ain't ball, they all strike. Slow plays, no days, all night. The war rays, force blaze on sight. Shot for the stars, I'ma reach him one day. Left for dead, start moving rocks like Easter Sunday. We're trying to get fly on a slide, pink the runway. Um, are like kind of in this like quiet, minimalist thing. It's almost like it's not because of this. I made sure to do my research and they do record in real studios. It's like making hip hop in your apartment and you want your neighbors not to hear it. Like it's this, it's like it's under the breath and kind of understated. Yeah. Um, so they have their whole lane. And then uh, two artists that I think are kind of under listened to are wiki. What you want from me? Tired of the fuckery conspiring. You don't hear the violin. Try again. I ain't crying, but I'm piloting the man. This is Icarus. I'm sick of it. I'm done trying to get to the sun. So I'm flying in and I am him before I start rioting within. Only violence that he did was on him. So I'm wilding and I'm wilding and I'm wilding and I'm winding on it. Um, who was mm. from the group Rat King and okay. represents a kind of like, like he's missing his two front teeth. He's like wiling out on record. He hangs with your old Droog, who's a, okay. another NY rapper who's kind yeah. of like a classic punchline MC, who yeah. I'm a fan of. And uh, Edon, like Edon does a bunch mm-hmm. of his beats, and right. we're, I, we're all huge Edon fans. Even mm-hmm. though he's from Boston, he's lived in Brooklyn for the last couple of years. Um, and then uh, an artist who I feel is really misunderstood is Mr. Motherfucking Esquire. Live colossal, hollows and make you sing the gospel. Hostile with any fossil who think they stop in my fossil. Live like a fossil, twisting pasta and Farragamo. Camera radiated, my rage is laid as possible. The flaming gospel got you, snatch the lame out you. Brain on the A train, my nuts banging the top. And I could give a fuck if she militant and not a five bitch or a hood rat hoe who don't give a shit. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. Um, oh, I'm man. a huge here, here. fan of his. Yeah. Totally, and totally. he got pigeonholed as like this hipster rapper because of Huzzah, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. a great song and mm-hmm. like speaks to a lot of different kind of constituencies. But he's had two to three projects since then. He's a really dense lyrical MC. Right. He got kind of das racist. Kind of, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. That's his Pizza Hut Taco Bell or whatever, yeah, but yeah. he has tons of other good songs. He's a good songs. rapper, though. He's a good he rapper. He goes on runs, and it's very technical. Exactly. Yeah. And he's like kind of into like anime and video games. Like mm-hmm. He's like a weird thug nerd hybrid. Mm-hmm. I think L- LP produced one of his songs, or maybe an yeah. EP or no, something as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. he, he's tied into it. Totally. So that's kind of my little list. I think if... Um, 
definitely check out the new Rock Marciano. It just dropped yeah. on streaming yep. platforms. Yep. Um, Ka is not for everyone, but if you like the quiet stuff and like the kind of it, he's like if Ghost Dog was actually a rapper and not a character <laughs> in right. a Jim Jarmusch <laughs> right. movie. Right. Right. Like it's just it's okay. so interesting. Okay. And, and coincidentally, he's a captain in the New York Fire Department. <laughs> of course, mm-hmm. he had this yeah. whole like secret life as a rapper, and the New York Post tried to out him and be like, "Oh, uh, he's a he's a rapper and he's promoting all this bad stuff," and like no one gave a single shit like everyone in new york has a side hustle everyone in new york has like this hip-hop flow right yeah so anyway wiki from rat king but now he's on his own and mr mf Squire. nice okay mr ma your your new york new york state of mind dude unfortunately nate pretty much took my list uh so i was (laughs) gonna say i I was gonna say rock marcy with the new album rosebud's revenge uh part two i mean it's it's a mix of library records right it's so textured Mm. and and he has this sort of like slow delivery it's very like claustrophobic sort of um almost um paranoid type raps Mm. it's great though it works really well with his voice and um the other one i was gonna go with with was ka as well i mean this sort of slow it's hard to be minimal i think it's easy in this age to just be lush and just throw every sample and layer everything on pro tools but to just have super minimal beats where it's like one bass lick and uh, in a snare and you're just doing you're just crafting these like dense narratives over it Mm -hmm. that's the hardest and i mean and his whole history with uh, Ka, specifically speaking, being um, working for the New York Fire Department. I mean, how more New York can you <laughs> yeah, get? That's totally, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, NYFD, yeah. and you're a rapper. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, those would be my two picks. Unfortunately, uh, sorry for the redundancy here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally yeah, well, my two picks. Okay, <laughs> well, I think I think that's that's there. There is this lo-fi minimal wave that um, somebody on our Twitter feed pointed out was what gave four 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 its original texture mm. um, and folks kind of pointing to, Hey, you know, Ka and, and rock were, we're doing that, mm-hmm. that type of style, no low end, um, you know, almost like if you just played the record and, and cats wrapped over it, um, which yeah, I'm all for um, my New York now guy um, would be uh, Dave East. <laughs> These niggas can't smoke or can't drink with me. The realest a lot come and meet with me. I'm in your city, bad bitches gon' link with me. First class, I don't check bags. I just carry on all this Louis shit. Bitch, your wife, she on some groupy shit. I found me a bad and a bougie bitch. I jump out the wagon with hooligans. I ain't fell back, but I'm back in the mood again. I dropped out of class, don't need tutoring. That's 600, I'm maneuvering. Okay. Who's, who's kind of Nas prodigy. Um, I think he does the New York trap thing really well and keeps it new york i think asap goes a little far for me i feel like it feels a little forced um where i feel like ah that's you guys trying to kind of imitate something yeah but with dave east he's still kind of you get this feeling he's in front of the bodega Mm -hmm. um kind of that you know it's still it's still tim boot rap but it has it's not afraid to um to kind of use some of the trap influences um to give it its its girth but he's still He's still spitting bars. Like, it's mm-hmm. nothing. There's no garbly, gobbly type of stuff. He's still he's still spitting bars. And apparently, he was a baller. Like, he used to really play basketball and claims to oh. have dunked on Kevin Durant one time <laughs> um, when they were doing AAU stuff. That is not easy to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, it was a long time ago. But um, <laughs> but I, I, really, I really like his stuff. He's got a new, um, he's got a, a new joint out called um, Peter Pan. 
He 37, think he 22. His mother work, he played a crib, just polishing his 22. Plus, he eat up all the food, but never grocery shop. Acting like he out looking for a job, but he knew he not. He know the gossip, he know what happened when Chad got locked up. He know who beefing like every weekend is being pop up. He keep making promises, he going help her. He never felt a hard time dealing with pressure. Um, which is kind of his signature style is these really dense New York stories. Mm. So on Peter Pan, he's talking about guys who go to jail, come back home and don't have shit and are Mm. sleeping on a mattress at their mom's house and don't have a key (laughs) and are trying to talk to the new guys about how to hustle. Interesting. And he's like, you know, some motherfuckers never grow up. I call him Peter Pan. And he kind of, it's like a five minute joint where he tells these really dense narratives, very Illmatic-ish. Like, he's kind of got that, and he's been kind of spoken as Nas's protege. Um, so I'm, I'm really feeling his stuff. Um, you guys got me into to, to Rock Marciano, who, um, who I was not checking for. Um, and again, it's just kind of this, I think New York is at its best when it's being New York. Like, it's, mm-hmm. you know, when they're embracing the the uniqueness of of who they are um i took my children to new york for the first time in 2016 um and they just had a ball with people's accents sure there's a guy in sylvia's up in harlem who didn't get enough biscuits and he straight up (laughs) sounded like dmx and he was just wilding and it's nothing it's like this really caustic way that people relate to each other in new york um and my kids just had a ball with it they're like oh my goodness this is so this is so fun like people Mm -hmm. are so crazy yeah um and i think rap that encapsulates that um is what i really dig this isn't new my second one is not new but um i thought jada kiss and fabulous's record was really good. Yeah. Like, in its New Yorkness. Yeah. It was unapologetic okay. New York. You know, Swiss Beats does a lot of the work. It's it's all sample-based. It's all, you know, it's Timbos and mm-hmm. and all that type of shit. So, um, I love New York being New York. And I, I hope that that's a wave that's kind of coming back. I think a part of the reason that even if it's not the center of the universe, New York always stays relevant is because the radio shows are based there. Yeah, It's like everybody has to go do press in New York, so you get a lot of your freestyles and stuff like that. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of the guys live there. You know, like DITC is still living there making records. That's how New York is fuck. Totally. Yeah, but, you know, I think there was a point where we kind of got beat over the head with New York chauvinism. I think um, uh, Fat Joe was definitely kind of a, a moment where I know we on the West Coast were like, okay, All right. enough already. A lot of people can rap. <laughs> yeah, like don't you can't you can't push this guy on us. Yeah. And um in the B plus interview that was on uh Oliver Wang's Heat Rock show, which is amazing. Please check that out. He talks about Fat Joe getting booed off stage at the Good Life. Oh, which yeah. I yeah. I was like Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Like that's that's you know that's well-deserved. Well-deserved. <laughs> but, you know, there was a guy, remember when Papoose was coming up? Mm-hmm. Um, and people were mm-hmm. like, he's the next thing. I think that's when I knew New York was no longer this is the, best you the got, thing. Right. I was like, you know yeah. what? Nobody's, nobody's yeah. fucking with this. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, shout out to Papoose, by the way. Um, <laughs> I just yeah. think it's so, like, when you go to, we talked a little bit about this at the top, but just to reiterate, when you go to New York, everybody's hip-hop. Right. Yeah. It's like right. the kids yeah. sounds like, Plumbers in the mafia. Totally. Everyone, yeah. everyone is like game. dirty. Like yeah, everyone's shoes are tight. Like yeah. there's hip hop just bursting out of totally. car windows. Mm-hmm. Totally. Dave and I went to New York a couple of years ago, and we actually spent the day apart with our significant others. And I met 
Action Bronson walking down the street, and he met Rock Marciano walking <laughs> down the street. The most different New York yeah, shit. There's rappers coming out of the bushes over mm-hmm. there, dude. It's different, like, yeah, literally. different streets <laughs> coming out of the bushwicks over there. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I saw Fab Five Freddy in a restaurant, and I was struggling to help my kids understand who that uh, was and yes. why that mattered. But, totally. But yeah, that's wow. that's New York. Um, you know, long, long live New York, and we hope to uh, to hear more grimy shit in the future. <laughs> Dead by Rap Pod. Fuck this rap shit. I listen to classical. Um, uh, at the top of this segment, you heard a little snippet of of Nas's concert at the Kennedy Center, where he performed with um, a big ass orchestra. I can't remember the National Symphony. Orchestra. The National Symphony Orchestra, um, and did his entire album Illmatic, um, and it was on PBS. Um, and I remember when it when it came out. Um, I kind of had mixed feelings about it. Um, I, I was kind of almost afraid to engage with it because, you know, anything Illmatic related, I don't want to be disappointed. <laughs> I don't want anything to be smirch right. my, my Illmatic experience. And so, like so many people told me that Illmatic cover album was good that uh, the guy from Detroit did, El, oh, Elmatic. Oh, Elzai. Elzai did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Al, our friend Alan oh. Overflow is a huge fan of that. And he's like, you really should listen to it. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah. One, hip-hop covers are weird. And two, like, I don't, like, I'm just trying to back up what you were saying. I, I have my own set of references and how I feel about Elmatic. Mm-hmm. And I don't want it to become clouded right like right. I, i'm yeah. not gonna see the cirque du soleil Beatles show right like i don't want to think about a dude doing 10 back Illmatic on ice yeah. coming, coming to the sap center to a to a theater near you yeah so so it, it's a couple things it's that thing where Illmatic is kind of this pristine um really a perfect album right right and, transcends and, hip-hop yeah so i kind of i kind of was afraid to engage with it on that level and then there's this other piece around Man, should should we be excited about the Kennedy Center's right. um, embrace of hip hop? Right. So, in addition to doing this Nas concert, is actually part um, of a whole movement they're doing mm-hmm. around um, documenting hip hop culture, mm-hmm. and they've assembled this fucking Masters of the Universe Super Friends um, panel that they're calling the Hip Hop Council to kind of help curate mm-hmm. it, which includes um, Bobito. Q-Tip, LL Cool J, um, I'm forgetting there's a couple of other... Two Roots, Questlove and Black Thought, mm-hmm. Ninth yeah. Wonder, Fab Five Freddy, I thought this was so weird, Grant Hill. 
Yeah. Did like they need, Grant Hill? Grant did Hill? they need someone to pay for yeah, stuff? That's ridiculous. What do you mean, Grant Hill? Grant Hill for a mid range game. Are they, <laughs> they need somebody who can play D and it's going to okay. f around to get a triple double. Okay. All um, right. MC okay. Light, Grandmaster Kaz. There, it's their tip of the hat to the old school. Sure. Um, DJ J. Period, which I'm kind of like, how wow. did he get in this? Wow. wow. He's Black Thoughts. He's Tony. Black Thoughts DJ, but then that kind of makes it three roots. Totally. That's totally. okay. Okay. Um, they already have a day job, but I digress. Um, Jason King, who's a PhD, and Kierna Mayo. Okay. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. That's the squad. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I guess my my whole issue with it is, you know, you see Nas in a suit, you see violin players, and it's like you're supposed to think it's all of a sudden legitimized. Yeah. Right? And it's like, yeah. no, like oh, all of a sudden Illmatic has arrived. It's like, no, it arrived the day it came out. <laughs> right. You know? Right. And so it's this sort of like false narrative, I think. And, this, this and, and on top of that, I don't think it sounds as good. I mean, I think hip hop sounds best as samples. Yeah. But again, that's just a personal sort of take on it. Yeah, I, to the roots. I, I I I was underwhelmed, I guess, with the Nas at the Kennedy Center thing. Being that with that many instruments, it was okay. You're right. It right. was okay. Nothing right. sounded like huge. I'm like, at my best scenario, case scenario for it was like something more huge and lush than the record mm-hmm. itself. And didn't Jay Z just do that? Didn't he just do perform with with an orchestra in a suit as well, like a couple years ago? <laughs> And I had the same feelings, like, really? oh, this all of a sudden legitimizes Jay-Z? Right. You right. Know? I've right. had a couple of thoughts. I, th- I thought it was interesting, like, you cannot recreate hip-hop with just symphonic instruments. Mm-hmm. They had an electric bass player sure. and two guys playing regular drum kits. Mm-hmm. Sure. In, in also with all the timbales and the classical percussion. Right. I'd like to point out that I'm a classical music expert because I watched the show Mozart in the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> just literally my only interaction with classical music. I'm ri- way undereducated on this subject. But sure. um, anyway, I the beats don't hit. No. Right. Like no. When, when the beat drops on New York State of Mind, on right. Illmatic, it's an iconic moment. You are like right. sucked into this world. Right. It's so incredibly produced mm-hmm. and engineered. And when he kind of goes into that canonical narrative about rappers are monkey flipping with the funky rhythm, it hits Ugh. so hard. You're just like, it's it's the best thing ever. Totally. Mm-hmm. And when he did it with the orchestra, it didn't hit like that. Yeah, it just totally. didn't, it didn't sound and right. And then there's that space between him and the crowd. It's just, it's yeah. too spacious. Yeah. I will know? say, a surprising amount of big Nas fans in the crowd. Yeah, like, I would have yeah, thought no, they were it was going to yeah, be yeah, old people it. with like, you know, yeah. no, they were, their they, pearls. They were, they were singing along. They were, they were with it. But at the end of the day, couldn't you have achieved something similar even better with a cool five-piece jazz unit. 100%. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if right. he was just with the roots. Right, right. exactly. You could have got something heavier, more totally. true right. to the to the record's nature. And it, it kind of made me think about the um, the timeless um, Jay Dilla uh, tribute record, um, which, I, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Sweet for Ma Dukes. Mm-hmm. The Sweet for Ma Dukes. Kind of in that, I think they understood the low-end percussive elements a little bit mm-hmm. better. Uh, that was arranged by Miguel Atwood Ferguson. Uh-huh. Ferguson yeah. I think he understands <laughs> hip-hop yeah. sonics a little bit better <laughs> yeah. than the National Symphony, or- right. Symphony Orchestra. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so it was... He's, I, he's of the culture, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And these right. guys are like clearly trying to adapt it. Right. And I thought they slogged their way through the, yeah. more, the yeah. more melodic beats sounded better totally and yeah. and to and to have like you know an orchestra of like 50 pieces is sort of like counterintuitive to, to intuitive hip-hop. to hip-hop right. when you're making you know an entire song out of four minutes four seconds of sample time right on the sp 
Right. You know, it's, it's, it, Something's it's, lost. Almost, it's almost superfluous. I yeah. do think in our lifetime, especially with this council that Q-Tip is convening, and I would like to say Q-Tip is the perfect person. Right. At least Q-Tip's on this. that. Yeah. Yeah. There's real cats involved. Yes. Yeah. Um, that perhaps will get to the point where they don't need to be kind of like co-signed by the orchestra. They can just perform their work as it's meant to be said sure, right. and have it be accepted as high art, right? right, like, sure, right. We're trying to ha- do this podcast and in all of our kind of journalistic work and your own work, Damone, we're trying to interface with hip-hop as it is and celebrate it as high art. 100%. Like, that, that ethos will kind of bleed into the academy yeah. eventually, I yeah. think. Um, I'd like to think. It's yeah, 2018, though. It's crazy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you still need to put a penguin suit on someone to make it legit. <laughs> to make it legit. Yeah. To get yeah. on PBS. Yeah, to make Illmatic legit. Yeah, <laughs> to get on to get on PBS. No, I, I, I'm approaching this, I guess, from an interesting perspective because I've actually done a couple of recent collaborations okay. with um, classical musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, shout out to my homegirl, Chalista, uh, who's an incredible uh, cello player. Who's invited me to kind of sit in with her group um, called Juxtapositions and and do these interesting kind of I hate the word but but mashups and I think there's a difference between um, classical music trying to recreate something hip hop and doing an actual hybrid. Mm-hmm. So in the in the songs that we did and and maybe we'll play some of this shit at the end of the episode. Um, the song that we did. There was no percussion, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so it's it's her playing cello, and there's violins and and violas, and and I'm kind of, you know, doing my thing with within that context, and it's not necessarily um, saying that this is a recreation right. of of hip hop. It's it's saying we're we're trying to do something else and something different, and that thing is always exciting to me. Um, as opposed to the the recreates like the kids bopping of mm-hmm. uh, of of something mm-hmm. that was already perfect, yeah. right? Like, right. Illmatic is perfect, right? Right. Like, what, what are we it's doing? A I will statement. say there there aren't a ton of precedents for classical even samples in hip hop, but right. the one that really stands out is Moose Bumps on right. Doctor Octagon Automator. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Automator slayed that. Yeah, I love totally. that. As okay. a, I think it's a Bach yeah. uh, figure that he mm-hmm. loops and puts drums okay. underneath yeah. it, and it's just really funny. It's like a, it's kind of a skit actually, because yeah. the whole cool key thing at the end where you know they do that in handsome boy too with like the little vivalde yes a so, little violin and I drums automate didn't yeah. automator play violin as a yeah, kid he so did. he's kind of steeped in classical culture already. Yeah, i feel okay. like if anybody understands that and has like flipped it pretty well it's him 100 okay yeah uh, i don't know if you guys know this track but violins. um anti-pop consortium on their second album had this song called mega of course where there's like an opera break Huh. Um, mm-hmm. okay. They've kind of been forgotten to the sands of time. I was like a really big like fan them. of theirs. Yes, Beans um, was interesting. Totally, he had some solo work that's compelling as well. But um, that little opera part always kind of struck me as well. I thought that was cool, but yeah. I seemed to be I like alone on that island too. Though. Yeah, um, I know there was Buster Rhymes. Oh, I wish I could think of the of the song. It was one of his songs. Give me some more. Where they they do the. Um, the theme from Psycho, mm. which is like a, a weird violin thing, and actually Dave East uses it on his uh, on his new record. Um, I think there's opportunities. Strings in and of themselves create tension. Mm-hmm. Sure. So you sure. can you can create a wild tension with strings mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that that I don't know has been fully explored. Um, I think it's where you get into trouble is that. Um, classical shit wasn't necessarily meant to be syncopated like that right and i think hip-hop at its core is percussive music right it's Mm -hmm. there's something to the syncopation of the music um classical moves and movements working with these classical musicians i'm kind of sitting there in the rehearsal 
and they'll go from four four time to five eight time mm-hmm. to six eight time, right. yeah. and it's on this kind of and I'm like. I'm completely lost. I don't yeah. know where the fuck y'all are at. Wait or, until you guys get back to 3-4. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, hey, make a groove, call me up. But yeah. it's it's so – so I think, um, you know, trying too hard to meld the two is where you kind of get into this weird zone where you can get something that is – doesn't represent the best of either. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so – And so that's why I'm, I'm giving a little pause. Hopefully the Hip Hop Council at Kennedy Center – We'll keep shit real. I guess they're going to be doing a screening of Wild Style coming up and okay. some more, you know, less like, hey, mainstream America, listen to Nas. I was cracking up because he's just dropping inward bombs it the whole like he, fucking it time. Like he censored some of his other phrasing. Yeah, it did. But he it did. was yeah. definitely using the N-word. Mm-hmm. All over it. I'm just yeah. like, word, PBS? Yeah, we're just you, you can say that. With that. Yeah. Um, also, like, was AZ busy that night? <laughs> like, how cool would that have been? <laughs> Kind of a crowning career moment right. for him if he 100%. got to come out, right? Yeah. That's my just that, up on that's Sugar my Hill grand for the opening, ring. grand closing for AZ is his verse <laughs> on, on Life's a Bitch. That's I like amazing. other stuff too, but yeah. that's clearly his that's, pinnacle. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, you know, again, I don't know that I need to see Nas in the Penguin suit. <laughs> right. Um, Maybe maybe America does. I mean, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I. I but well, at the America same, likes Hamilton. I mean, <laughs> if you get our lost <laughs> Easter egg episode, <laughs> you can get our thoughts. You can get our thoughts on Hamilton. But it is very much. I think in that vein. I think if Hamilton doesn't come along, they don't even try this shit. Uh, yeah. There was a part where they. It, there were times where clearly he self-censored, and then there were times where the, the show censored. Sure. And one of the times was when he said, um, pissing in your elevator. Mm. And Lucia, my wife, leans over and goes, I bet if it was Hamilton, they would have let him say pissing. <laughs> <laughs> pissing on Mike Pence. Yes, yes. totally. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I'd be curious to see if there, if that brought anybody over. If the, in, if the right. inclusion of, right. of, of orchestra brought the Austin City Limits person right. who don't fuck with rap. Right. Right. Was there Over. a spike in sales of Illmatic? You know? I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to say. I know probably that's what Nas was thinking. Sure. You know sure. what I mean? I, I feel like I, that, sure. that perspective is represented by that woman. I, don't, I think she's like kind of a mm-hmm. back-of-house person at the orchestra who sees like, well, I heard we we're going to be doing this, so I asked my, my son, son, did he have <laughs> Illmatic? And he's like, yes. And so she's like, so now I just say, life's a bitch, and then you die. <laughs> that's why we get high, because you never know when you're going to go. <laughs> and then it like cuts to that part. <laughs> She's like awesome. a fifty-year-old white lady. Oh, I'm just that's like, awesome! That's oh, amazing. So bad. That's awesome. <laughs> so bad. Um, so so in summary, fuck that shit. No, um, hip hop does not need the the academy's validation. Right. Absolutely right. not. It's, it's if if good anything, on its own. if anything, the inverse is true. Right. The yes, the academy exactly. needs hip hop to be relevant, and my hope is that. The, the creators, progenitors of the culture can can stay out in front of that and not become, you know, hip hop is the dead butterfly with a pen through it that right. that brainiacs are examining mm-hmm. now to tell you what it's about. Like, we, we know what the fuck it's about. Like, right. it's, like it's the brainiac around. dum-dums bust the scientifical. <laughs> um, I will say, Nas seemed really proud and really happy. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. So totally and true. When, and when Nas yeah. is happy, I'm happy. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's kind of how that works. Nas supposedly is supposed to have some type of new album. Okay. That's, he that's always coming. does. He always does. Um, it, it's very interesting of his embrace of new shit. He's kind of that one... 
um, oh, yeah. older rapper who's just like, nah, I fuck with Future and Young Thug, yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm all about it. Um, I know you're a big Khaled fan, and so uh, Nate, on his new album... Um, oh, that track you did with Khaled? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah I did a review on it for yeah. uh, Passion of the White. Yeah, it's that's fantastic. Good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So it's, it'll be interesting to see how Nas kind of orients himself um, in this moment. I know some people won't like to say this, but I think he does take real notes from Jay-Z. On, sure. on how you age into this shit and how you kind of sure. position yourself in the culture to not be a, a, a fossil um, in, in doing this shit. So it, it'll be interesting. Um, I've always been a, like, you know, any real hip hop head. I've always been a huge Nas fan. So looking forward to what he has coming up. National Orchestra, not so much. But, you know, <laughs> that's, uh, that's just me, apparently. Dad by Rap Pod. I want to thank you for listening to another dope episode of the Dad Bod Rap Pod. More fly conversation and interviews coming your way every week. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash dadbodrappod. And we're always down to interact with you on Twitter at dadbodrappod, all spelled out. Subscribe on Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. <laughs>